Joining us on the line, always great to talk to this guy. We say hello to our MP for Simcoe Gray, Terry Dowdle. Terry, how are you? I'm doing well. Always great to chat with you as well, John. I hope things are doing 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 well. It's going great. You know, it's uh, we were talking a bit off air that this has got to be for your first time as MP. Do you feel a bit cheated by by COVID nineteen? I'm seeing you uh, on your Twitter feed and your socials. I mean, you're doing all of the you know meet and greets and all the store openings, but it, it looks so awkward. You standing twelve feet away from the people you're awarding. Well, it's def- definitely different times. The uh, the first, uh, I guess, four months was was quite exciting, and I was really looking forward to getting out and meeting all the people in the riding for sure. Right. Um, and, and doing my part, I really feel sorry for for the um, you know the charitable organizations and, yes. and and those agencies out there that are that are there to to help individuals in the community that they're, they're not you know being able to to fundraise like they normally do, um, and and it's become difficult, and certainly in Ottawa. It, it's different as well to the opportunity, uh, you know, to to sit with members that have been there for a long period of time, whether on my committee or, or regular, um, just just in the House of Commons itself, to to have them beside you uh, to discuss issues. Uh, certainly, mess to you know, it's great to have somebody mentor mentor you. So it's not quite the same on a Zoom when you're on a committee meeting. You don't have the same opportunities uh, as you would then, and uh, also the same opportunity to reach out to the other parties that are there. But often you'll be there. At night, myself, you'll go out to, to a restaurant, and there may be another member from another party, whether it's uh, uh, the NDP, the Green, or, or the Liberal, that you, you may meet them and have the opportunity to talk to them, which is always uh, uh, good as well, because at the end of the day, we're working for all Canadians. So it has been a, a weird feeling, but like I said, the, the biggest thing for me that I feel for is is, is really really the organizations out there that are having a tough time. Uh, they, you know, a lot of those events that we would be attending uh, and, and the small businesses that uh, are still having a tough time. You're heading back to Ottawa next week. You've been very active in the riding, but now you're heading back to uh, you know technically a hot spot. <laughs> How do you feel in terms of your COVID safety? It's kind of nice living where we do. Well, we're we're fortunate uh, certainly here, though the cases here have have rose as of late. But uh, it is kind of a strange feeling when you're driving in there on the on the Sunday night, uh, realizing that that there's a, a higher opportunity there certainly of. of Perhaps contacting the virus. Uh, it's a different. It's a much different feeling than it was before when you go in, even at nighttime. Uh, the, the restaurants uh, aren't open uh, to the public the same that they are here. Uh, and quite frankly, there's so many people not uh, working in Ottawa, especially where we are down down by uh, down by the hill. That uh, it's 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 an eerie feeling, especially when you go in on the Sunday night. I live about uh, I have an apartment about four blocks. Uh, from from the House of Commons, and last time I was there on a Sunday, I got there at six thirty, walked to my uh, apartment, and I did not see one person on the street. And this is a city, so uh, it's a weird, strange feeling um, going there for sure. And uh, it's like I say, it's it's not the same when the restaurants are open to go out with people. So you actually just I either you know have something to eat in my apartment, or, or quite often I just uh, have something to eat in, in the office. And 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 <laughs> it's a totally totally different feeling. It used to be kind of interesting to to go to Ottawa and uh, and be able to talk with all the people. And and now it's 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 totally changed. The buildings are, are empty. A lot of the staff um, that that works on the hill is is, is working remotely at home. So, um, you know, there again, when you walk down the streets of the city and see the, the stores that uh, aren't open, the Starbucks, for instance, isn't open right down there. They don't even bother opening up again. Um, it's, a, it's a little bit of an eye-opener, for sure. In the first wave of the pandemic, the federal government was quick to respond to uh, 
financially to help businesses like you talked about. Everyone's being closed down or limited. Um, but there were certainly some concerns, and you and I talked about them, about how that money was rolled out. It, and I, you know, I had to give the feds a, a bit of a, hey, it's a, it's a global pandemic that hasn't happened in 100 years. Uh, yeah. You know, it, this is a learning curve. But we all knew a second wave was coming. Do you think the, 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 the rollout is going to be better? Well, I, 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 first of all, I got I got to agree with uh, what you're saying. As, as a conservative, I'm going to give uh, some dues to the liberals that they got money out to a lot of people in a hurry. But now we're finding out uh, uh, just just yesterday that there, there's roughly 800,000 people that got to serve uh, that weren't supposed to, which was 1.7 billion dollars. So we're still asking those questions. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel the frustration that I don't know if. Quite frankly, uh, you know, eight to nine months into this, we don't seem to be a lot further ahead. I'm happy to to report that the commercial rents, uh, finally, after voicing for a long period of time, that it's not working when when the government has a program to uh, offer free money to help those local businesses and only around 16% of the people are applying, the landlords. uh, Obviously, the program wasn't working. Uh, Unfortunately, we prorogued and and spent months when businesses uh, needed us that, uh, you know, the, the, the Liberal government did prorogue. Which, which hurt us uh, a lot, hurt the businesses. Uh, glad to see that they've changed that program, and it's going to roll out, hopefully, hopefully we're hoping, the middle of December. Um, but there again, there was errors in that as well, where they, originally they wanted all the landlords, or the uh, tenants, I mean, to prepay the rents, which they don't have the money for. So they're changing that, which is good. So there are things that are, are changing as, as, as we go along, but... To this date, I would have to say the biggest problem is I don't see that we're any further ahead. We can't continue to have these uh, um, subsidies going out there um, because we need to make sure that the businesses are open. So we've been pushing and continue to push. I think that what we need to do is is to have the rapid testing available. It's available in other countries. Um, and that's the only thing I believe that's going to get people out there uh, confident in shopping again, going to local businesses, arts and culture, any of those events, people need to be tested before that they go in so that people are going to be confident and uh, and to make sure that we can support the arts and culture, support the businesses. I know that uh, there was an announcement that we are going to have a vaccine, which is uh, great news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, But the, the rollout of that, realistically, is, is what they're saying is probably, um, there's all kinds of rumors out there what it will be, but what we're hearing is probably... December next year or January uh, the following year before it hits Canada and Canadians. And then there's all kinds of questions. Who is going to get the vaccine? When they're going to get it? How, you know, and what, how they're going to roll it? Uh, in, what, in what order that would be? Um, so we're happy to see that uh, the vaccine is coming. But from now to then, we're going to have to find a way uh, to continue to, to operate as a country and, and continue as well to, 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 to do what we need to do, to, to social distance, to wash our hands and, and to make sure we wear a mask. Uh, to ensure that we do everything we can to keep the economy open. But uh, I'm going to continue to push, and, and I know our party is pushing, that uh, there are uh, there is equipment out there that, that can do that quick, rapid testing. They're, they're doing it at some of the airports. I believe in Calgary now, uh, they're, they're practicing some uh, some protocol, and, and I think that's what we need to do. So we have to keep pushing for that. I know the vaccine people are all excited, but it will not be the be-all and end-all. We are going to have to still continue um, it is only going to work for a certain percentage of the population, and we will always need to have rapid testing. So um, we'll continue to push for that. Uh, as we head into the Christmas season, uh, this is sometimes often for for those struggling with mental health issues. This it can be a very tough season. 
I can't imagine how much harder is going to be now in this, you know, COVID-19 universe to deal with that. Uh, definitely, John. And, th- and that's a concern that, uh, that we have, the, as you know, with COVID itself. Um, people are isolated that the, the amount of stress, suicides uh, have, have gone up. And uh, I'm really happy to report and, and, and proud of uh, my fellow MP, Todd Doherty. Um, he's uh, put forward a, a, a suggestion to, to have a suicide prevention hotline similar to 911, 988 would be. And uh, that way people would have uh, somebody instantly, no matter where they are, in that moment of time, you know, perhaps they could be confused, that it's just a simple number that people know that they can phone um, and hopefully get that help. There are other organizations out there, but uh, you need to know that number. And, you know, people have said before, 211 or these, sometimes they're put on hold. We don't think when people are stressed at that period of time, mm. they need to have a live person at the other end of the phone to help them. And if it can save even one life, it's worth it. So our government, uh, we're, we're, we're proposing to them, we've been proposing it, it's been in the news the last few days, that uh, we would like to have this up. It was asked for yesterday in the in the House of Commons, in fact, by Todd himself, Todd Doherty, um, that the government do this. So they haven't committed as of yet, but we think it's a fantastic idea, nonpartisan. We need to, need to do everything we can, uh, especially, like you said, during this Christmas season. Christmas is often tough for a lot of people out there, uh, and, and more so this year with, with the isolation protocols. Terry Dowdle, our MP for Simcoe Gray, thank you so much for once again joining us here at Talk of the Town. Uh, thank you, John. And just I just want to quickly shout out there to everyone. Uh, more than ever, I know everyone's going online and ordering products. This is the time. Christmas is coming. There's so many local businesses out there. Uh, do your best to, to support them because uh, uh, we need each and every one of them, and, and they've had a tough, tough time.